This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Believe in the ATP Tour. I am your host, Jacob Sersosimo. You are listening on the Believe Podcast Network, the largest podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Um, Welcome into a very special episode. The third episode of Believe in the ATP Tour with me, Jacob Sersosimo. Um, if you know me at all or you've been following on my Instagram or Twitter or anywhere um, and you don't already know, or if you don't already know, I am actually in New York City and I'm working at the U.S. Open the next month. So I will be in New York for a month. Um, I'm just squeezing this podcast in quick. It'll be a shorter one. I just want to talk quick about Cincinnati, um, a couple key players in general, the big three. Um, and then a U.S. Open preview a little bit, and then I'll get out of here. Um, but yeah, so this is a big podcast for me. I'm working for the USTA and the U.S. Open as a player escort for the next three weeks, three and a half weeks, and I will be escorting players to their courts, um, whether that be any courts other than practice courts. So there's 17-plus courts at the U.S. Open, and I will be escorting players to those courts. So if you're coming to the U.S. Open, make sure to say hi. Um, you'll see me walking around, you'll see me with a headset on or whatever I choose to wear a headset or the walkie talkie or whatever it is in my uniform and, um, come say hi. I want to see you guys. I want to hear what you think about the podcast. I want to hear some more topics. Um, hopefully some things happen in the U S open we can talk about. And at the end of the U S open, when I get back to South Dakota, I will, you know, keep you guys informed and I'll do a complete overview of the U S open. So that'll be kind of a longer podcast. But for now, we're just going to keep it a quick and short one. Um, I first want to talk about Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's been a really good tournament. A lot of things have happened. Um, One of the biggest things is uh, Federer lost to Rublev. Um, That was a huge upset. And because considering how well Federer has played lately and the way he's been been going about his business since turning 38 or whatever he is now, I think it's 38. But this was a big upset because... Federer just got outplayed. Now, I didn't actually watch the match myself, um, but I did watch all the highlights, and I kept up with the, some of the media with it, and this was shocking because Federer straight up got outplayed. But this is one of those matches where if you're the best in the world, you're going to get everybody's best every time you step on the court. So Federer just happened that day to get Rublev's best, and he got his absolute best, probably the best he's ever played and might be close to the best he ever will play. So this is just something that happens from time to time. And I don't really think Federer's that upset about it because Fed will be at the U.S. Open 
and it gives him a little bit more time to practice and get his, you know, get the feel of the New York, not like he needs it. But, you know, when you're that age, do you really need to be playing those long, hard matches in Cincinnati that long? Not really. You can probably be just fine with getting a good week, week and a half of practice in. And this also goes for the other part of the big three, Rafael Nadal. You know, he's kind of taking a rest right now, but he's had a long year. He's been to the finals in French. He went far in Wimby. Um, had a good Australian, obviously. And right now, Djokovic is actually in the semis in Cincinnati against Medvedev. So it's actually going on right as we speak. But it looks like he might lose that one. He was down five. He, nope, he just lost, actually. Um, just now, he lost... Uh, six three three six three six. So Medvedev, Medvedev's having a fantastic year as well. But back to the big three, quick. These guys have put on some miles this year. So I know the U.S. Open's the last Grand Slam, and after this, their season's pretty much over. But this is still the biggest Grand Slam of them all. I think it's the best Grand Slam. I think it's the biggest Grand Slam. It's got the biggest stadium, the biggest following, the most fans, everything like that. So this is going to be a real test for these guys, especially at the age they're at. In the year that all three of them have had, I'm going to be really interested to see how all three of them do in this Grand Slam. And I'm not going to say they're going to do They're still going to be up there. They're not going to be bad. Um, these guys will probably be all in the semis, if not close. And two of them might meet in the finals if no one really makes a run. But these guys are the real deal. They're seasoned vets. They know how to carry themselves. They know how to play the game. And they know how to play late in the season. That's exactly what they're going to do. Um, I want to take a quick minute and talk about Medvedev. Um, Medvedev? has had probably the best year out of anybody. And not just probably, without winning a Grand Slam, he has the most wins this year. I believe with that win, he just went to 43. That is most wins in the ATP Tour this year. Um, he's in this third straight final. He was in the DC final against Nick Kyrgios. He was in the Montreal final against Rafael Nadal. And now he's in the final in Cincinnati against Goffin. So... These three finals, these are three big tournaments. I mean, D.C. was an all right tournament by the standards of who played in it, but Montreal was a good tournament, and Cincy has been a phenomenal tournament. There's been so many good names in it. So Medvedev, look for him to carry this, you know, especially if he doesn't win in Cincy, look for him to carry this momentum into the U.S. Open. And he, I'm going to say my preview early. Or yeah, my preview early, my guess, prediction. He is going to make a run in the U.S. Open, whether he goes semis or higher. He's really playing good. He is playing outstanding this year. I don't see really anybody stopping him. So with Medvedev playing that well, I got him going semis or higher because he's had a phenomenal year, and he's so, he's so under the radar. I You don't really hear much about him in the media anywhere. It's all, oh, Fed lost, Rafa won, you know, Djokovic won Wimby, and now he's playing well, stuff like that. You don't hear about Medvedev and the great year he's having. So... Um, props to him, and I really think he's going to make a big run here at the U.S. Open. Now I'm just going to quit going to the U.S. Open. Um, you know, Fed's going, Fed's probably going to be up there again. He's playing, you know, as well as ever, even though losing to Rublev in Cincy, he's still playing phenomenal. Um, Nadal took a little break right here, right before the U.S. Open. Um, look for him to be at the semis or higher. He's had a great year. Joker, obviously, he's going to be up there. Um, it came out Andy Murray's not playing singles at the U.S. Open, but he is in Winston-Salem this week. Going to play singles there. Try it again. He played in Cincy. He lost first round. Um, but look for him to maybe be in singles next year once he gets you know, his feet under him. Um, the doubles game is going to be fun to watch. He's playing with 
Um, Feliciano Lopez, look for that. Look for those courts at the U.S. Open to be pretty packed. Um, I'm just really looking forward to the U.S. Open, as you guys can see. Um, being here, I haven't been here since I was 12 years or 10 years old, excuse me, with my family. And you know, when you're 10, you're young, everything looks big. And so, you know, your elementary school, it's like going back there, it looks still looks really big. Um, or it looks small now. It used to look so big, but now it's pretty small, like the lunchroom and classrooms, whatever. Um, the U.S. Open still looks just as big. Um, the Armstrong Stadium's new in the last five years. Um, the grandstands kind of newish. Um, Arthur Ashe looks phenomenal, as always. You know, they got retractable roofs on a couple places, Armstrong and Arthur Ashe. But look for the U.S. Open to be something um, to watch this year. I'm super excited to watch people like Med Medvedev and Coco Goff and, you know, just other Jack Sock got a wild card. Just stuff like that is going to make this U.S. Open something special. And I can feel in the air that something's really going to, you know, something really good is going to happen, whether it be a couple upsets or um, someone that usually doesn't make a run makes a run. So I'm super excited about it. I cannot wait for this U.S. Open to start. And lastly, I want to talk about Coco Golf quick, 15-year-old from the United States. She's had a phenomenal year. Um, her big run at Wimby was amazing and now she gets a wild card into the u.s open so i'm super excited to watch her she's gonna do big things she's obviously 15 so she's still super young but she's got one of the brightest futures in tennis right at her fingertips and the fact that she's american makes it even better you got americans really excited about tennis i'm sure justin thompson on the um believe in american tennis podcast is outside of himself about this because it's really nice to see another American besides the, you know, the Williams sisters are great. They are, do a lot for the sport. They really put America women's tennis on the map, but it's going to be nice to see, um, you know, a younger generation come up and not only have a couple of good U S players, it's going to be nice to see, you know, the U S start to bring these girls and boys through, through their program and become some of the best in the world. So, Super excited about Coco Golf. Super excited about the U.S. Open. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I can get back on the podcast and talk about the U.S. Open when the U.S. Open is going on. But my schedule gets pretty busy, and I'm not sure if I'll be able to find some time or find a spot to even podcast. But remember, you can, you know, at me at JJ Sersosimo on Twitter, at Jacob Sersosimo on Instagram. If you want to follow Believe, it's at Believe Podcasts on social media and at Believe.com. Um, you can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you've listened on one of those or you're on the website. Um, you can like, subscribe, give me five stars or how many stars you think I deserve. Um, and if you're interested in advertising for the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Once again, thank you for listening. I look forward to the U.S. Open. Hopefully see some of you at the U.S. Open. Make sure you reach out, say hi. I'd love to, you know, meet up or talk about whatever you want to talk about in the tennis world and, you know, make this podcast the best it can be. So I appreciate all the love and the best tennis tournament in the world is one week away. The best players on the best stage, the most celebrities, everything one week away. We'll see you there. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.